Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, Joe Skill. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's the Banties. It's the Banties. Banties. Which I do forget know. what we synced that up with. Was it our half year mark? I can't remember yes. anymore. Yeah. So for those of you not in the know, and also welcome to the UBP. UBP. The UBP. UBP. Uh, my name is Jules Gill, and I am the host today. <laughs> I've taken the over the reins. Without the notes. I've got the notes, <laughs> but carry on. We'll do, that's the way that it's going to go. And I'm joined by Scott Tailford. And this Hello. is a very special episode, ladies and gents, because now last week we mentioned that the UBP has been going for six months. That is a stellar feat right Stonking. there. And to sort of celebrate that fact, we thought we'd do an award show. And in classic Scott and Jules fashion, we completely <laughs> forgot to do it on the actual date. And now we're here a week later, Just but week it late. is here. Don't worry so about say it. hello to the Banties. So we, we put um, the feelers out on Twitter. Just said, look, is there any awards that you guys would like us to tackle? So we got a nice selection from uh, across some people submitting on mine and your uh, questions over on Twitter, which is brilliant. We've also added some of our own categories as well. Um, so yep. we'll get through as many as we can. We've got quite a few. We should do a sort of like a rules addendum because nothing mm. says award show like tape work and like, like busybodying and stuff like that. So <laughs> um, the things that we have to remember are the games that we're going to be talking about transcend years. This isn't like a yearly yes. thing. We'll probably do it next year, like when it's like, of, yes, it transcends all time and space. So we could be picking games from our childhood past. We could be picking the games that came out yesterday. It has no restrictions. But maybe no. next year when we do it again for the Banties Round 2 Electric Boogaloo, we'll probably put it in <laughs> for like since 2000. Oh, my God. We can do the Bounties Game of the Year edition because yeah, exactly, why wouldn't exactly. we? But yeah, so a first a first award is for most satisfying shotgun as presented by Resident Evil Village. And um, this was uh, a submission from a candidate from Jay who says Halo Collector's Edition has the most satisfying shotgun IMO. Now, I, I'm going to reject mm. that immediately. I don't think Halo's shotgun is, is top tier at all, but carry on. See, I like the Halo shotgun, but mm. only because of the fact that it usually comes with the announcer just going like, Double kill, triple kill, <laughs> regicide. I just never found like the the range of it to be reliable. Now I know that that's also a, that's always that's always a talking point around shotguns because it's all about the spread, it's all about the mm -hmm, close range. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. in Halo, there's for me there's a certain expectation of what a shotgun will still reach in a video game, and Halo yeah. shotgun never got there, and um, to the point where it's not even touching grubs or grunts on the <laughs> other side of the map. Um, versus, you know, Resident Evil shotguns. Resident Evil 4 is obviously top tier shotgun. Whoa. Okay, Doom's but which one shotgun. of the Resident Evil? Because there's a lot of shotguns within that thing. Because you've got mm. the Riot shotgun, you've got, which is called the Hydra, I believe. No, the Hydra is yes. the triple barreled one. 
There's there's a crazy one you can get in village as well towards the end, like a sort of. It's, I tell you what's a really good shotgun. I don't know if it's classed more of a machine as a machine gun, but Max Payne has that hammerhead shotgun. Oh, that's he, mad! That just one fires like every sort of couple seconds, and I'm like, that's that's a hell of a shotgun. That that would be in my top three. I think that any sort of game that gives you a riot shotgun that has like a multi big wheeled barrel where you just go kush 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 that's like that's like Call of Duty if it's not doing the kush don't get it in the mush you know what I'm saying that's uh, but, that um, was still rattling your entire body there yeah. <laughs> the um the shotguns from Call of Duty if you go no. for like ultimate ones you've got to look at the broken ones like the akimbo the dual wielding mm. akimbos they were awful they ruined you know the online portion for a bit I never could get on board with I don't know if this is heathenous to say but I've never ever found a sawn off shotgun that I liked I just I remember getting it in Max Payne and just, again the range is terrible yeah. um, it's only got a couple of shots all of them only have two shots the one in Gears of War is horrendous it's, you get one oh, shot two so shots. bad then you've got to reload again so broken the shotguns I, just, I can't I mean I just don't I don't get it but yeah what would your, your what's your go-to what's our candidates for the most satisfying shotgun what comes to mind okay for immediately for me that comes to mind it's the super shotgun from doom shall like yeah like it is amazing especially with the grapple hook ability yeah. being able to fling i love the fact that doom is the only game where it doesn't say hey we're going to bring enemies closer to you so that you can deal with them there <laughs> it's saying get in that enemy's face and Literally, blast it off the other thing from watchman where is that like, you're not stuck in here with me i'm stuck in oh, yeah. whatever that <laughs> but, quote is you know what i mean yeah you're but you're saying that from within your opponent's neck at this point <laughs> when you're slamming the barrel down their throat i think the winner has to be the super shotgun especially the doom yes. eternal one because of the grappling hook because you can even make that grappling hook on fire. Therefore, the winner is, dramatic pause, the super shotgun from Doom Eternal. Yay! If I can find some crowd noises, which I can't, because Rich Hudson's <laughs> gone. I won't be able to add them in. But, um, I could use some sort of distant cheering. But yes, the winner for the most satisfying shotgun is Doom Eternal Super Shotgun. Yay, yay, yay. Next award is for the Making Me Question What I'm Doing With My Life Award, and um, which is one of my ones that I'm playing here. <laughs> which is just... Which game give you a full-on ex existential crisis? Um, which initial candidates could be Sekiro, could be Demon Souls, um, but I'm going to throw in um, Halo Master Chief Collection because the first time okay. I went back online, um, having taken a big gap from Halo, you know, after Halo 4, then took a little while, then played some Halo Master Chief Collection, um, I just got absolutely trounced online, and I just sort of sat there going like, I can't get any shots off, I can't defeat anybody, what's going on? And I just Googled it, and it was like, oh, you should use the pistol because the pistol's got some of the best like uh, response time between when you're yeah. shooting people. And I just sort of sat there, and I literally it took me like 10 minutes i just sort of sat there and my whole life flashed before me and i just sat there going what am i doing what am i doing with my life where i'm good i can't even be good at halo anymore and i'm searching pistol methods and i just sort of sat there going like and i had the same thing in something like sakira where it's like i don't even want to beat this thing i don't even need to do it my you're just seeing it through to the there. end are you so it was just yeah what whatever game made you question life itself if you've ah uh, realized may made me question life itself i think that unfortunately i'm gonna have to pull this one out of the bag and that is um fallout 76 because mm. as we right so scott and i are filming this on the same day that we filmed a news we talked about some fallout 5 potential news that's mm -hmm, going on mm -hmm. there and i had a flashback then as we were doing that news <laughs> to the absolute abysmal state that fallout 76 launched in and then you had the gall to say <laughs> to our audience that it was it's gotten better Has it must have it... gotten better since launch it, ha it must have done yeah oh yeah yeah i i guess that it, it had to like to by it. in theory but it the <laughs> increments by which it improved was uh minuscule at yes. best and so I remember sitting, uh, sorry, downloading it, saying to Osley that we were going to go on there and capture some footage for an upcoming skit for Choose Your Own Adventure. Mm -hmm. We downloaded it. It was like, what, 60 gigs, something like that, huge. 
gets to the point there, try to log on. Half an hour goes by, can't figure out how to log on because of the stupid Bethesda oh, yeah. net thing that he's got going on. Finally, we through crook and hook, we managed to get into the game. We run down the hill out of the first bunker, an enemy despawns, and then I let the server crash because I tried to pick up an item. <laughs> I, I know I've told this story before, but that moment right there, I sat down and I was like, I have wasted enough time here to go yeah. and read a significant portion of a book or learn something new. <laughs> Instead, what or I've done something. is I've wasted my time. I've wasted my time <laughs> and my life. I think uh, it's not necessary to go either or whether whether this is your candidate, therefore you get points for your uh, game winning but i think fallout 76 does have to win mainly because it would have absolutely made a lot of people over at bethesda question what the hell they just made devoted their time to yeah. in the run-up to it um so the winner of the make my question what i'm doing with my life award is fallout 76 Boo! Um, <laughs> there's all the boos for it is for the most blatant cash grab award um as i'm putting oh. i'm putting some candidates forward uh which are the prototype re-release on ps4 uh, mm -hmm. which was literally just the original prototype and prototype 2 um for like 40 pounds uh the marvel ultimate alliance remasters again same games but they were charged they actually got removed because they were it was the whole backlash against how much money they were being uh, charged for and i also threw in uh fire pro wrestling and um, because I I adore Fire Pro Wrestling so much, but the price tag is ludicrous. Um, and it's, I'm not saying it's a cash grab, but I think, well, I am saying that, but I think that because they got the NJPW, the New Japan, New Japan yeah, license yeah. back in 2017, um, and they thought, right, this is us for the big time, uh, that their base entry point is still £45 to this day, and all their DLCs are ludicrously priced as well. So I'm, I'm throwing that in. I'm laying it yeah. down. New That's Japan. a good one, man. I, I think I'm going to put into the mix um, FIFA Legacy. Have you heard about this? Is that the, the re-release on Switch? Yeah, the re-release on Switch <laughs> that had none of the features. Um, they basically took everything out. They mm -hmm. kept the exact same character models and character pictures. They didn't update anything. They just slapped yeah. a 21 license on it, but it was FIFA 2020. <laughs> How that was you... the one where um, IGN just, re just copied and pasted their review. and was like, well, if you're yeah. going to do it, then we'll do it as well. I, I cannot believe that they had the cheek to even try that. But then again, maybe I can believe that because, as I've said many times before with you, Scott, uh, like saying that the annualized sports franchise is a absolute tumor on the gaming industry it, like, you, how do you expect to advance things when you do not give your developers enough time to improve stuff you mm. end up with stuff like this where they as a low effort maximum reward for reaping fans um loyalty and mm -hmm. completely raking their wallets dry mm -hmm. like, it's not good speaking of annual stuff as well i would throw in uh, black ops 4 uh, and black ops cold war and um, for a cash grab yeah, because I mean, Black Ops Four. I mean, I like Black Ops Four uh, enough, but like they they ditched the single player. It was like it was just it's that yeah. whole mentality of you know the top tier business going. We absolutely need to hit this annual window, and we can't even take a second to make sure if it's actually a worthwhile product for sixty pounds, sixty dollars. Mm. Um, Black Ops Cold War was worse. Um, where that did manage to have a campaign, but it was very threadbare. The amount of maps that were there at launch was just absolutely nothing at all. And um, they switched around a whole bunch of developers behind the scenes to make sure they could hit that annual launch window mm -hmm. um, for the new consoles. Um, and the game's fine, but it speaks to how much, uh, how little of an impact it made that everybody's still just playing original Warzone or Modern yeah. Warfare. Um, Black Ops Cold War. I just, I feel like that is something that is insanely blatant because it is yeah. just Activision going, well, we're not going to not sell Call of Duty every year, even though we don't need to. And there's already a year's worth of DLC microtransactions, everything carrying over the last year's product. So um, I don't know. I don't know if you declare that a winner, but I'm just, I'm throwing... Maybe we need to put something out there that is a bit more controversial. Maybe mm. we need to say a mobile video game. Oh, because mind. they are the definition of cash grab <laughs> because they are the lowest 
lowest effort uh, squirts on the market. I tell you um, what, Final Fantasy, all the bravest is my shout. Okay, I was going to say the Mario Mario Kart on uh, mobile, where you have to do a random gacha loot box to get Mario. Um, oh man, even, I, I've even... forgotten about that game. I was like, what's he on about? I was like, that that was uh, it was great. It, it was great morning. fun. It yeah. was great fun when you were playing it, but as soon as it was kind of like, and here's the gambling, you're just like, even, oh like, no. Even the, the weird autoplay thing, I was just like, what the hell is that? I could kind of get it for a second, but I, like, Rich was just like, this is this is disgusting. Um, yeah, I think most blatant cash grab awards should go to a mobile game, should go to the Final Fantasy one where you have to pay for every individual character. Oh, That's yeah, that was so bad. And, no, 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 the best thing is, is that, oh, sorry, the worst thing is, you didn't even buy the characters you wanted. You bought no. a random loot box, and hopefully you might get one of the characters for your life. No. Uh, so most blatant cash grab award goes to Final <laughs> Fantasy, all the bravest. Um, next award is the yeah, I mean you play, I'll just watch award. Um, given to games that are more fun to talk about than actually play, suggested by Mackenzie Young. Oh, uh, uh, my <laughs> big big suggestion <laughs> here is getting over it with Bennett Foddy. Because oh, I love no, that game. Because, no, that's the thing. I love talking about that game. And I love what it represents. But you try playing that. Jeepers, <laughs> creepers, man. It, it's weird. My mind went to uh, Death Stranding, even though I did love that game. Oh, but I was just kind of like talking about it. Like, I don't know. We actually have uh, literal evidence of this because you and I did a stream where you had already oh, played God, the yeah. game for a couple of days, maybe even a week before. Uh -huh. And you brought it on and you were like, cool, right. Like, I want to see your reaction to playing this. And I'm there <laughs> like, oh, this is actually pretty fun in a weird way. I'm not yeah, yeah. sure if I'm enjoying it. And you're just kind of like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the entire way. There was a really good progression across that video where I think going in, we were like, because I was like, well, I've played it for a bit. It is weird. And then you were like, what is this thing? Like, everyone's yeah. talking about it or whatever. And then oh, I hated nice it at little, the very beginning. There yeah. was a nice little progression of you going like, oh my God, this is horrible. And then going, oh, but th this is a little, like, I'm getting there. Like, there are things to unlock. There is a progression loop. Like, and you're like, see, a... see. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think, um, yeah, I, it would be something that's really convoluted. Like, I love picking apart. Um, or talking about the metal, the wider Metal Gear lore, but it's mm -hmm. not. I mean, obviously, I love playing them too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I would. It would be something, some awkward thing like Bennett Foddy, where it's just more fun to watch someone suffer through it. Uh, Most there of are, the streamer games. There are um, other games as well that I think spring to mind, such as uh, Until Dawn. Anything mm. that's like got a cinematic oh, approach, because it's actually more fun to watch people yeah. react to them than it is to go through and be like, oh, when's the next quick time event going to oh, come out? Nowhere. What? I'll tell you what's more fun oh, to talk oh, about. Oh, here he is. Here he is. I mean, this sounds like it's going to be a really a perfect candidate, but I'm going to twist it a little bit. What about Anthem? What about something that was just a complete tire fire that wasn't fun to play at all, but it's definitely fun? Oh, it's, it's interesting. It's fascinating, for me at least, to look into the business machinations that led to such a disaster. Um, Avengers would be one as well. Hey, oh. playing that. Um, no. But like it's more. Fun I, to I don't about. want to watch anyone play, play that because it makes me remember <laughs> that they paid for that game, man. That's just that, sad. That thing, it's like Schadenfreude to like an extreme. There's a great, there's a great category coming up that that'll fit better in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna abandon the announcer voice because I feel like there's, there's a lot of awards to get through. Unless you want to throw in an announcer tone for the. Go on, I'll do it. What would you, so who's the winner? To be I, th I think I would. I, if, I, if I'm going down my logic, I would go down because I, I love talking about the ridiculousness that is Anthem, Fallout 76, sure. Avengers. It's all those massive, stupid cash grab things. So what was the uh, the official title for this award? This one was the Yeah, You Play, I'll Just Watch Award. Okay. For the Yeah, You Just Play, I'll Just Watch Award, this year's winner is... Dramatic pause. <laughs> Destiny! <laughs> I need to find a crowd thing. I might just literally message Rich and go, can you just clap some hands and send me it? So I can and put it in the background. Oh, dude, um, type in uh, Grunt 
party sound effects. Oh, because obviously, yeah. when it does the pop and yeah. they pop their heads, yeah, put that on. That's what we should have. <laughs> I will see what I can find. Um, the next award is the Horn Award. Uh, giving Sorry. For yeah, oh, yeah, the full on the Horn Award, giving for triggering the most horny fans, as presented by <laughs> Kill the DJ95. Um, suggests, obviously, you know, Resident Evil 8 with Big Old Village. Um, yeah. and I, then I <laughs> the two big, big, big old villages, mate. Two big old villages, two big old churches. I thought I'd throw in the, the boob sliders in Fire Emblem when they got removed and the whole a lot of the fandom oh, yeah. freaked out over that. Yeah. Um, there was all the discussions around Tifa's chest in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Is it going to be big? Is it going to be small? What kind of version is it going to be? People getting very, very annoyed uh, for Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition or whatever it is, the one that's coming mm. out, because of the fact that they've uh, changed the camera angles so you don't see butts oh, as yeah. much. <laughs> So triggering the horny boys there. I forgot about that. Going back to that, uh, we should we should somehow make a, a catalogue, an archive of all the gratuitous ass shots that are in a lot of 2000s games. Yeah. Because um, every time you talk to Miranda in Mass Effect, the camera's just randomly all up behind her. Um, same in Final Fantasy X, uh, when you meet Riku, just, yeah. just camera up the, just up the, just up the bum. Just, yeah, just it's, it's just kind know. of like, oh, right, okay, there's the hole. Okay, cool, <laughs> right. <laughs> On the whole, the archive yeah. of video game butt shots. What about Quiet from Metal Gear Solid Five? Oh, I don't oh like... you should have seen his face, ladies well, and because I don't, That's just like... so ridiculously, obnoxiously stupid that I don't know if it triggered horny fans. It wasn't something was taken away. It was Kojima going like, "Yeah, let's let's have you let's have Snake shower with her in front of everybody because no. that's something that we have to motion capture with Stephanie Houston." Well, the thing is, is that he got a lot of backlash for it for including it. Yeah, and um. And then he came out with all of his like, oh no, it's because of photosynthesis in the skin, bro. But then <laughs> be ashamed. not even like a week later, the absolute lad himself, the sweaty hog dog, came out and said, oh, you know what? I just wanted to see people cosplay as her. That's literally the design. I completely missed that. I remember him saying the whole, um, when you realize the real reason that she's half naked, you'll be ashamed of your words and deeds. No, but that's the thing. He's, he let it uh, let it spin itself out, got as uh. much attention on it, and then basically just came out and just said, yeah, it's just because I wanted to see people cosplay. Just a bit horny, to be honest. Is it Yako Taro? Um, you could, yeah, the that does near and everything yeah the same sort of thing he just wanted to design in his words beautiful sexy women <laughs> if you're upfront and honest about it then maybe we can't get too annoyed about it you have yeah. gone quite quiet jules Kill. i don't know if i've also oh. gone quiet no you, but, haven't, um, gone, you haven't gone quiet my if we're recording all right then then we're all right but i'm just you've been a little bit a little bit quiet i don't think there's anything fine. You can... i think it's fine i think it's all right yeah i yeah. think uh, in terms of the horn award for me it has to be resident evil village i just when was the last time we had such an outpour of uh, horn on mass horning the world the world over like the the fact that the internet collectively looked at her and just said step on me and it wasn't like in that sort of like oh that's a bit weird everyone just like yeah no this is fine i just thought i was missing out on something then like i just sort of like saw everybody saying that and i was like is this something i'm supposed to have been doing when i was experimenting in my 20s like i didn't what what was that just i mean step some on people me. some people just like having big ladies step on them just a it's, face it's... just a foot to the face Apparently so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's my bag. I mean, in fact, if she was standing on my bag, I'd have a few questions. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the the horn. I'll, I'll I'll bring the voice back. The horn award given for triggering the most horny fans is given to Resident Evil Villages Lady Dimitres. Um, now. <laughs> This next one is a brilliant award. This is the Covetous Encroaching Obnoxious Award slash CEO um, for worst monetization in a video game brought to you in partnership with PG Quips. Uh, right, I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna let you go first because I'm. I'm when I'm I let you finish. Yeah, when I go for my option, I'm gonna be dropping the mic and the nuclear bomb on you. Mate. So you go first. You go. Also, first. this was from PG Quips uh, and over on Twitter. It was mostly suggested that this would go to Avengers, but I don't know if you've got something else in mind. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You think Avengers, do you? Oh, you sweet (laughs) summer child. I was born in it. You think that maybe spending at most a couple of hundred dollars to try and unlock everything in the Avengers? You think that that you think that that's a lot of cash and mm. an egregious example of microtransactions? Well, my friend, step right up, gather round, because we're going to tell a tale today about the abysmal state of Dead or Alive. Six. I was going to say <laughs> Dead or Alive. I was just like the game that released as what an empty framework of a menu screen. You plug everybody in one by one. One thousand (laughs) dollars is how much it would take to buy all of the extra dlc on top of buying the game itself and scott and as an added bonus to that even if you were to sink 1050 to 60 dollars on getting the air quotes full experience you'd have to pay a dollar a time that you'd want to switch your hair color for your characters Hello, my friend. Uh, This is the end. Make me lose words, but a part of me sort of weirdly admires how much they just went for it. Just, just because Dead or Alive's had a horny AF fandom for a long time. Like, I mean, I was Mm. one of them. Dead or Alive two, give me, give me gallery mode, give me it all day long. But like (laughs) over the years, um, I feel like they've obviously got that reputation. There was the whole conversation with the creative director talking about jiggle physics, and he was like, "Oh, we're not taking them out. If anything, we've made them jigglier." To be honest, and so they had a whole mode where you can put the they made the controller vibrate and they were like, oh, we suggest that you put it somewhere on your person while you're watching this mode. And it's like, yeah, all right, Dead or Alive. And um, so I feel like they've sort of embraced it. And then at some point they were like, well, people want this. So let's just crank it the hell up. And then yeah, well, while, I don't know if they paid that money or not. 
Well, the thing is, is that you've got a very good point there. If people are going to crank it anyway, might as well crank it up. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, is that the porn industry makes uh, money hand over fist. and Brilliant application of that phrase. In that yeah, I know. I thought well. about it as I was saying it. I was just kind of like, whoa, whoa. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is that because it makes so much money, it proves that people, as much as they'd like to stand up there and be like, oh, no, no, don't, don't, don't. We'll look at the naked people and put the butts <laughs> away. They will spend money. Uh, behind the scenes on making these things it's so, a whole it's a whole i do th I'm obviously the the award does go for the covetous encroaching obnoxious ceo award for worst monetization should go to dead or alive six yeah. and more dead or alive in general um but like there is this whole this whole sort of unsaid unspoken thing of like only fans and dead or alive um, just monetizing the horniness yeah um, to get as much money out of it as possible um which you know sure if you're gonna steer into it like i said though i do think that's is absolutely fair play if one of those things is like if you've got the uh, ceo of um uh the dead or alive franchise mm. just sitting there just going like, look they're gonna pay for it anyway so why not charge them for it <laughs> like you you do have to kind of admire the balls on the i don't, the, I don't think position. i want to i don't want to be like that person no, i, don't, no, I wouldn't not. do it myself but part of me does just laugh at the history of dead or alive being twinned with that price point i think that's yeah. the ridiculous thing yeah. um the next thing is the no seriously i need to stop playing but it's 2 a.m and this feels too good award uh, brought to you by Travis Webb, um, suggesting the likes of Returnal and Doom Eternal. It's something that you just cannot, for love nor money, stop playing, even if it is the early hours of the morning. That's a great shout, actually. I think that a lot of roguelites would fall. It roguelikes yeah. would fall into that because it's that. Oh, just one more go. Just have well, another thing, like quick blast at it. I haven't had it for a little while, but playing Returnal, I don't know when the last time was that you had this sensation. But I used to get it all the time in games where you completely lose track of time, where you mm. you think it's only been twenty minutes, but you look up and it's actually been an hour or two hours, and you literally do a double take at the at the uh, clock or whatever. I literally haven't done that in a good few years, where something has completely taken me in. Um, and Returnal did that, and um, to the point where I lost about three hours, just didn't literally didn't realize. Um, so my front runner would be Returnal, but I don't know if you have something else that comes to mind in terms of swallowing your mind. In terms of like uh, examples that have affected me personally, mm. uh, probably either Super Meat Boy or Trials. Yeah, the very first Trials game, uh -huh. I, I was invested in that man. Like I could, it's just because it's that one more go mentality mm -hmm. and the fact that there's no loading times. You just like respawn, go, respawn, mm. go, re and you're just kind of like, oh, oh my brain. I, could, <laughs> I felt like um, at the end of playing through Super Meat Boy. And by the way, hand hand up, I didn't finish it. I wasn't I don't good know enough. Anyone to, who's finished Super Meat Boy? Yeah, I, I wasn't good enough to finish it. But it did feel at one point that when I was looking at it, mm. that it kind of felt like uh, the end of 2001 a space odyssey where it's just like the lights and the colors and i was turning back into a babby again i was just like uh -huh. oh i just throw it in there uh, rock uh -huh. band and uh, guitar hero oh shout yeah 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 because yeah. you i guess you don't have time to look at a clock or anything while you you're just go you, you just, just go. go and when you're doing the endless set list the as well of steel achievement oh. just doing the i never did that entire thing i was like the idea of it but i couldn't devote the entire day to it but i do love the idea of it i, d um, I did do it did i tell you that how we did it though you did it, it was like a you have a bunch of friends in a sleepover yeah. or something didn't yeah you? it was a group of friends in student accommodation and uh we left the uh xbox 360 on all night and woke up really <laughs> early in the morning uh to go and start it again to finish it off nice i yeah i never managed to get all the way through that thing I think um, for me, yeah, it would be Returnal, but I, th I have to give it to Trials because the first time you get a Trials game, there's something about how that, just everything about your first Trials yeah. game that's brilliant. Still recommend Trials HD to this day, um, if it's even available on Xbox One, backwards compatible or whatever. Sure, actually. Um, 
Show the award for the No Seriously I Need to Stop Playing But It's 2am and It Feels Too Good award um, presented to you by Travis Webb has to go to Trials HD or the first nice. trial. Um, next is the Why Is This a Thing award um, for outdated mechanics or mentalities in games. Um, brought to us by Nicholas Eric Ason. Um, okay. I guess you can interpret this however you want. My mind went to every time a game hides a load with an awkward sidling. Or the, oh, you hate that, don't you? Sideways <laughs> through a rock face. I hate that. And it's like Resident Evil 8 for the most part eliminates load times, but occasionally they couldn't tweak the world geometry, the levels enough. So you do have bits where you're just going through something slowly or going through a, a rock, like just, round two, just a random crevice, just sort so you, of going through it. You'd rather have a uh, like a black screen with a load time, would you? Yes. Like, you'd, oh, rather, you'd rather have that? I would rather have a big upfront load, GTA, early Uncharted style, and then nothing yeah. else. Um, or just find other ways to eat, to, to find other ways to do it. Because um, games used to always have, I remember Corey Barlog talking about this on the eve of the PlayStation 5. He's like, oh, the SSD is going to change how we design levels because you mm -hmm. don't need corridors anymore because you don't need to make the player wait. Um, but do something like that. Put me in, hide it better. Don't have my character in the middle of a big action scene or transitioning between two action points. Just have to awkwardly get through a rock <laughs> for five minutes. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It's all over Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Final yeah. Fantasy VII Remake. And no. Not for you, is it? Not for me, Jules Gill. That would be the thing that I just... Why is this still a thing? I mean, I know why it's a thing. It's because they need to load games. But um, it needs to go away. Every PS5 update does not just need to be resolution and frame rate. It needs to remove those awkward loading sections. No, you know what? That's this. Rock. This is a tough one, actually. Like mm. to figure out what uh, what thing I guess, like, annoys me in type a way. Stuff um, or something that you just kind of look at it in any new game and just kind of go, "Why have you did? Why have you made that oh. decision?" In in that case, then I would say that any game post Don't Starve that had mm. uh, crafting mechanics and survival stuff. Like I was just kind of right. like. It, anything that chases the trend that hard, I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm immediately put <laughs> off by it. It's the same with like, uh, I know that there's a lot of people out there that like these types of games, but mm -hmm. anything that Ubisoft puts out at the moment, it's just kind of like, it feels like the same game over right. and over and yeah. over again, like yeah. a checklist of stuff to do. And it feels like thankless task as well, because you just go, cool, I've completed all of Watch Dogs, Legions, whatever, and done all of the well, that base, to be honest, yeah, yeah, I've done the base things. I've done all of the little tower things. I've done all that. Can't wait to play the next Ubisoft. <laughs> Soft game that has exactly the same mechanics yeah that's a really good point actually yeah we absolutely should give it to ubisoft stuff because as soon as they nailed that as, like they initially nailed that formula in like far mm -hmm. cry 3 and yeah. then it, and a mix of far cry 3 and assassin's creed and that just became everything to the point where even the crew had towers to unlock yeah far cry 3 came out what in like 2010 2012 i think like, like that that is so long ago now have we yeah. not found a way to evolve the formula beyond those things i think going forward um although then again they just announced the other day that they're they're gonna do free-to-play versions of all their top tier franchises so that's knows, mad by the way that's gonna go they then yeah. went back and said don't worry we're still gonna do premium stuff they're all over the place but if they do free-to-play versions they'll have to rely on some sort of endless monetization yeah. loop so yeah. you'll probably get more of it um, but at the same time, yes, I would hope that they would change it. Um, so the award for, for um, why is oh. this still a thing, for why is this still a thing, um, should go to just all Ubisoft games <laughs> the last four years. Just why have you not innovated at all in half a decade? Um, which, I mean, to, to explain that, it's literally because there was a big old wronging at the top. The guy that got accused yeah. of being a horrific um, POS. And uh, he's apparently the dude that was greenlighting everything to be the exact same. So you would hope that going forward it changes. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe. maybe. Um, yeah. 
Uh, next uh, award is the hold on you're not getting away with that award um which is presented as in um in reference to gamers uniting um given for when gamers struck back at the industry presented by brian jackson that's the dude that suggested it uh, over on twitter on this, his uh, suggestion couple others over on twitter were um the amount of people that responded to sony shutting down the ps3 and psv uh, psp mm -hmm doors and um, managing to get sony to overturn that um so i'm thinking that as a bit of a front runner although i can't there's there's been quite a lot where gamers have just sort of gone this is disgusting you need to yeah. fix this um, the classic example would be point. the um star wars battlefront 2 yes. um whole thing i feel like that kicked off such it was like the spark that lit the tinderbox that then completely totally. engulfed the entire industry for so long mm -hmm. but what makes it really interesting is that since that point EA have obviously gone on and done more things and said, oh, oh sorry, guys, we'll promise to do better. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where the only way that they're going to be really held accountable is if we actually take them to task and stop buying their products. Yeah. Because, man, it's getting a bit tiring now for these big publishers to turn around and say, hey, guys, really sorry. I fudged up again. That's on me. Daddy's picking up this check. He's like, no, you're not. You're just saying you're doing better and you keep doing the same bloody thing. Well, it's not like um, FIFA Ultimate Team has changed anything. I mean, it all no. has changed meaningfully. No. If anything, they've only doubled down on it. I mean, they've yeah. uh, every system that they have funneled everybody into Ultimate Team, into card packs and loot boxes and blind boxes and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, in terms of, you know, gamers striking back, I think that would have to actually, yeah, go to the Battlefront 2 thing because because at least as of the end of 2017, there was light coming through the clouds again, where you know yeah. it, got, it got as big as different countries were getting involved. Certain different places like Belgium and China um, now force games to disclose drop rates, um, yeah. and you know it, it had a bit. That was a very seismic thing, which wouldn't have happened if it, enough of us didn't get online and just go, "What the hell is this?" Um, so the award for hold on, you're not getting away with that. Uh, Gamers Unite Award uh, goes to Battlefront 2. Um, <laughs> the next um, award is the actually your breathtaking award uh, brought to you by Cyberpunk Keanu Reeves E3 2019 Energy, um, also known <laughs> as Laughing Sunbro, um, which is just what's the best cyberpunk themed game? The best cyberpunk, which isn't, which isn't Cyberpunk 2077 um oh see i would have said katana zero um mm. uh, no no is it blade runner which one am i thinking of which the first person parkour slash em up uh one oh, you're thinking came of ghost out. runner which is what ghost Run gonna be that's, that's great. The, yeah because ghost runner is great it just mm. ran like a <laughs> ran like a sponge on the um uh, when it first came out and uh, it was awful and i don't think that i can't remember if the devs got into hot water about it or if they well did we did it we did that. a video on it because uh rare is the thing that we originate as a news thing as opposed to this sort of like looking stuff up or whatever but i was like mm -hmm. in the morning i was like this is running like hell and um, mm -hmm. i need to get the word out so i just like grabbed josh off the shelf and said look let's talk about ghost runner um yeah that and that game initially launched like hell has fixed itself has um, been patched in various things including very fun game mode. It's great. It's so hard. Um, mm. I still haven't finished it, but um, they did announce a sequel, uh, Very, uh, I think, yesterday afternoon. So there is going to be more of it. Um, but yeah, Ghost Runner dropped right alongside Cyberpunk and then sort of ate its lunch in regards to like sheer playability. If we're going back in time, though, we could go mm. right back to the very beginning of things almost and put out like, is it Shadowrun for the SNES? When that oh, came God, out? yeah. Yeah, that, that is... Because that was like a tactical RPG with tons yeah. of sci-fi elements. It was basically Blade Runner, the video game. In fact, it, isn't there a game that um, Hideo Kojima made that was effectively Blade Runner? That, okay, so yeah, the Kojima thing is Snatcher. Um, that's yeah, like that game old... was ace. Yeah, I still haven't played that. But yeah, Sna Snatcher is the thing that Kojima did. Uh, that's where the, the Metal Gear mech originates. Meryl's in oh, it as well. Oh, okay. Um, things like that. Um, there is a Blade Runner game, but it was only ever on PC. Although I think recently they've said they're going to try and do a console version of it. Um, Shadowrun is such a shout, but um, that 
one there was, like i can't remember what it's called it's shadow run legends maybe there um, was another one that had like a spin-off that was like an mmorp not an mmo it was like a shooter thing and it had it like crossplay between thing. pc and xbox yeah that was oh god yeah that was the one where it was like the first crossplay shooter and you could go up yeah. against pc people on the 360 um the one and, that's uh, the... unsurprisingly the uh, 360 people got murdered because <laughs> of the fact that it's just so much easier to aim with uh, mouse and keyboard yeah, and stuff like, like in shooting people yeah um, the um the one that was the sort of isometric turn-based xcom style one shadow mm. something or shadow realm something um that's a that's a brilliant shout that's got such a unique world like all the different animal species um where it's like big like hot like pigs are like cops like literally oh, and I stuff know like the that one you, oh it's called uh, um it's made by harebrained schemes developed. right you you keep vamping i'm gonna i'm gonna type <laughs> in and this is what this is exactly what i'm gonna type in um xcom but with animals right go for it yeah X, X with com. animals because i just right? I, I mean i love anything and boom there it is Bottom. straight away mutant year zero Oh, Mutant Year Zero is a brilliant shout. That's not what I was thinking of, but oh, was it not? Oh, no, sorry, Shadow. No, no, that's still a great shout though. That's a really good animal infused XCOM. Uh, I'm sure it's Shadow Run. It is Shadow Run. Shadow Run Dragonfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I'm is... thinking of is Shadow Run Returns. That was where they brought it back and they did a turn based. Oh, of course, based. yeah, that was the updated version, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, Cyberpunk type thing, which you can get on tablets. And I think it had a uh, console release eventually, but it's on PC. Uh, yeah, that would be my shout. That's Cyberpunk with animals. Mutant Dropped Year in Zero. 2013, and it, it, it describes itself as Shadowrun Returns as a science fantasy turn-based tactical role-playing game developed and published by Hairbrain Schemes. <laughs> I mean, I remember playing it on, I had to get it on uh, my Mac initially, my Mac couldn't handle it, it melted down, then I got it on my phone, but the text was too small. Um, so yeah, actually, the actually your breathtaking award would have to go to Shadowrun Returns, if we're, yeah. if we're in joint agreement. Yeah, and, I'm uh, in agreement with that. Ghost Runner is a, a nice runner-up. Um, so... I'll let that die for a second, so I've got an edit point. Um, I think that's been about half an hour. I think we yeah, started half has. one. I didn't take any notice of when we started, so I just looked at uh, Slack and realized when I sent you a link. Should we do the last award then? Yes, I think, yes. Let's end on... Uh, <laughs> do you want to end on what the F did I just play? The That literally makes no sense and I hate it award. Or the I've never felt so alive award. <laughs> Can we do, for me, can we do the biggest steaming pile of bollocks award? Okay, I'll pass it over to you and you can do the final. We're recording anyway. Um, So for this last award, um, Mr. Chulescale, I believe you've got a special entry. Well, this is the thing. It's the one that originated the banties. It was the (laughs) one that brought this whole concept to life. And that is the biggest pile of steaming bollocks award (laughs) only given to the worst of the worst of the worst but i will place a small caveat on it Mm -hmm. and we will put it on to in recent memory because there are some absolute stinkers out there and i'm sure that lots of people would say like just atari uh et for the atari and stuff Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. but let's do it in recent memory because i've got an absolute corker for you but if you are ready to put your one first i'll see I feel like we we cover a lot of things like the anthems, the launch state version of yep. No Man's Sky. There's things like that. But I remember, I think it was NBA uh, 2K16. Oh, it's whatever no. the one was where they brought in uh, <laughs> the connect functionality to let you scan your face in. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's an audio podcast. But if you ever want to Google some absolute nightmare fuel, just look up NBA 2K face, re- face scan. Um, because that thing did not recognize the human face at all. No. Um, six sets of eyes, multiple sets of ears, completely wrong skin tones, um, a set of lips in the middle of your forehead. Yeah, yeah that, like, it talk about a feature that just absolutely did not work from day one to a hilarious degree. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that forward. That's my, that's my shout. That is a strong entry, to be fair. <laughs> that is strong. Now, 
while the uh, the little demon inside me would love to say that I was going to put Cyberpunk on the PS4, all mm. the previous gen stuff in there, because it is still a big steaming pile of bollocks, and True. I will still stand by the PC version being a decent game, but mm-hmm. that is not. I'll the stand by the PS5 today. version being a decent game. Today we are going to talk about a game that is so bad it is comical, <laughs> my friends. Fast and Furious Crossroads. Oh, I was almost going to get that. I saw I can't... because <laughs> <No, I, laughs> It was 70 bloody quid, mate. That's one of the things that put me off, as did the review saying it was like the worst thing ever. But I used to love Fast and the Furious. I still have like a soft spot yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe that. But then it was, it's barely even ran and Vin Diesel just looks like a potato with a face drawn on it. So it's so just like, yeah. The amount of reviews and coverage that I watched <laughs> for it, everyone just took it to town saying it was like a PS2 game trying to cost like a PS5 game. Mm-hmm. But the thing that made me laugh the most is that it had a multiplayer offering as well, right? Yeah. And my face is hurting from smiling just thinking about <laughs> this. At launch, do you want to guess how many concurrent players were online at launch? Day one, day one. <laughs> well, I'm going to assume that the dev team would have would have played it a little bit. So I'm going to go with, with 25. That's Are you kidding fault. me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just aiming no, low, no, 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 I'm no, guessing no. it's going to be pretty no, low. No, no, It was 24. <laughs> <laughs> it was 24 people concurrently online on day of launch trying oh, to play the multiplayer. I mean, bless that energy. Like, I just, that's the whole thing where you'd think that, you know, X number of people are online. I should be able to matchmake with that. Like, you'd think that would make it easier to get into games. But Not most games need, like, hundreds or whatever to sort of populate the uh, the matchmaking, the search algorithms and everything. That's kind of that's kind of a beautiful thing that just sort yeah. of people like me who just went through with the whole thing because they needed to know. Just I mean, I'm still curious. I would still play. Oh, it. Don't, I still want to get the do new... it. No, I'm not. I I, I ban you <laughs> from buying games. Like if, if I think that you and I uh, in our lives because we are very good friends and mm-hmm. we want to make sure that we protect each other from bad mistakes. <laughs> I'm going. To, we're going to have ten veto. Like when your friends had one can... too many drinks, just sort yeah. of just pull him back. He needs yeah. to go home. We have ten veto things for games. So if like if I'm saying to you, I veto you from okay. ever buying that Fast and Furious game. I mean, I, I, it's it's the morbid curiosity. I think maybe someday we'll stream it or something no. streaming these games because I, I still want to get the new Terminator game. I've heard such mixed things about that, but I just <sighs> I've heard mixed to positive. Ben Roy said it's all right, but I, I mean, yeah, it's but Ben Roy was also just said, oh, mate, there's, there's two sex scenes in it. <laughs> He's coming running. That was yeah. the, but it's only getting five out of tens anyway. Um, this has been the entire Banter podcast. This has been the Banties. I've been your host slash. You also been the host, Jules Gill. I've been Scott Hilford, joined by Jules Gill. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of ending. Um, for the Bantleys, thanks everybody for sending in their categories. We'll, we'll resume normal service this time next week. Um, and until then, this has been the UBP, the UBP, UBP the UBP. UBP. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks and bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.